Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the I Love Me podcast, where we talk about self-love, positivity, and how to love yourself for all and everything that you are. Today, I'm joined by my very special guest. Hi, my name is Urja. I'm uh, from India, and I'm an international student here at Mount Allison. Oh, my God. How was your day today? It's been good. I woke up early today. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> this is new. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Got it an is. early start to the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just get into it. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. You said you're from India. You study... Uh, sadly, I study commerce. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but I love it. Uh, I'm also doing a minor in Japanese studies and economics. Um, and I'm, I'm glad to be here right now. Thank you. So I use he, him pronouns. Um, which pronouns do you prefer? She, she, uh, she, her. She, she. <laughs> she, 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 her. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's just hop straight into it. Have you ever had like any negative experiences within your life? Oh, yeah. I went through a good amount of bullying in my childhood and uh, fat phobia, fat shaming. Um, and just and also I'm queer. So like my queer identity, the whole, co- the whole yeah. you know, craziness around it and figuring it out, uh, sexuality, gender, everything. So, yeah, I've been through it. Yeah. Uh, so like you said, let's first let's unpack all of this. Let's go one by one. So you, let's talk about the, your queerness. You're part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yes. How has that been living in India? Yes. And then now coming here to Canada, what has that like transition been like for you? So, I mean, first of all, I didn't even realize I was part of the community until I was like 17 because back home, we don't even talk about it. Yeah. So it's not even like a big thing, right? We don't see it in our media. So like it never occurred to me. So when I did come out, I was thank fortunate enough to you know find support within my peers and my family and not my extended family but at least my you know my mom and dad and my brother but I have a lot of friends who still haven't gotten uh, any support from anywhere near them Um, plus you know when I got together with my ex-girlfriend we were we were very scared to tell anybody you know uh, that we were in in a relationship because it wasn't legal until 2018 so coming here was a very weird transition back home I was a I guess not an eyesore but like I was a interesting object when I was walking down the street I have piercings I have tattoos I had short hair that time yeah uh, like a boy cut and so like everyone should look at me all the time like on the streets and everything but I come come here and I w- I'm not interesting anymore because I'm just like I'm just one of them you know like yeah. everybody is just themselves here uh, so that was an interesting transition and being able to actually talk about things openly and actually, actually getting queer friends as well it's been interesting um, yeah good transition I guess Definitely for sure, because back home in the Bahamas, we definitely have like queer people, but like the audience of like queerness and like the LGBTQ plus community is basically like non existent. Like they're in their own bubble and like it's not accepted amongst like other people and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's like a crazy thing to like see it so open. Well, not crazy, but it should be open and free. And like you should be able to express yourself as much as you want. And it's crazy for me to see how relinquished it is back at home because it's so wild. And like we tried to pass like a LGBTQ plus law and like like even anyway. ours, like our laws going back and forth, like it was legal, then they got illegal again, it was legal and legal, illegal, so it's kind of been going back it's and like forth. It's like a back and forth yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand because if I'm living my life, you're living your life, how could you tell me what uh, to do with my life? Like, yeah. why? It, again, like there isn't, there's no separation of like uh, religion and our politics, right? So back home, um, the major- the religion of the majority party that won- wins the election, they are the ones that enforce the laws and um, they are the ones that, and certain laws are just 
they're allowed to yeah so they're like um when certain parties come into play then they you know revoke the law and then we wait for the next party to come in so they can put the law back <laughs> it's like, yeah yeah it's a good back and forth uh it's a back and forth battle to be who you are oh. but listen we will be who we are we will wave our flags proudly yes, and so that was one topic we got through that and now let's move on to the next one so bullying yeah so tell us a little bit about your experience with that So I mean um I've talked about this a lot at this point uh but like I have been a bigger girl since I was since I, as long as I can remember my mom thinks that of course I was thin when I was a child but that's like kind of normal yeah. but even as a child I was bigger uh, than my peers so I have always had like a higher bone density and you know a higher fat percentage and um in the middle you know people used to call me so many names and all of that it kind of got to a point that i didn't care anymore so i i binge ate i kind of let myself go for a very long time and i gained a lot of weight um so then finally like just it's a vicious cycle right people you know fat shame you even more when you start gaining weight and then you gain more weight because you don't care so it's kind of like it became a really a uh, difficult point in my time when, until I was in 10th grade and I was also in a very toxic uh, school where the bullies were like the teacher favorite so nobody mm. told anybody anything you know even though they used to like you know pant there was so much going on in, mm-hmm. uh, in school oh my god like you know pantsing people and like you know exposing them and it's crazy but um all the time they were just directed like you know it wasn't even like hate speech more like it was just like you they look at you weird you know yeah. you know boys would come up and ask you out as a joke and you'd be like oh you know guess what this guy likes you but it's actually and then the guy would be like oh no why would i like that disgusting you know pig so yeah it's been a <laughs> it's been it's been interesting um uh so yeah i mean i didn't even realize how bad it was and it's been repressed i have repressed it quite a bit uh it's been coming out recently it's yeah fine. breakdowns are going up but like yeah. we get over it you know we we're working on it and, that's uh, wild yes like w- like what is in your frame of mind that you like want to go up to someone and do that it was insane and it was so funny we, i was on a instagram live recently mm-hmm. um so for that she also talked about we are talking about the same thing and we were in the same school the person who was taking my interview yeah and so she knew the bullies that i was talking about and so we name dropped the bully uh, during the live because uh-huh. we were like at this point we don't care as you, sh- as you uh, yeah. should so apparently his friend was in the live oh. and he texted him <laughs> and the moment we name dropped him he joined the live and we lost our shit like <laughs> and we had to talk about it because honestly as you should yeah. as and you should he he was the one who he like messaged both of us and he was like i'm so sorry for what i did and all of that and i'm like that's not closure though exactly you know, like all the mental health issues you've given me for the years exactly. it's not going to go away with one text exactly like people don't understand how one action could define you for the rest of your life and like for me there was this one time it was my birthday in high school like i was in grade 10 9 and we it was like we had like a birthday celebration for me and so they thought it would be funny to like like in the Bahamas they give you like hits for your birthday. Yeah. So like each yeah you are you get that yes, amount of hits. Yes. When I tell you they each one of them came up to me gave me 20 hit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, now nah, I wasn't 20. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like 16? 16. Yeah, yeah. They gave me 16 hits and I was in the corner bawling like who does that? That's insane. And when you mentioned like the fact that the teachers don't know what's going on because like either you don't want to tell them one because you don't want to be that one kid that, that they always talk bitch, about yes, yeah. or you don't want to be that kid that's like going to be 
ostracized from like the whole class because of this one thing that you did but you have to do things to protect yourself you have to put yourself in these uncomfortable environments to make yourself feel better i really wish i had spoken up in school uh like i went through it silently and i didn't even have friends that time and not many friends i had a few friends and but they were bullied too so kind of like <laughs> we were kind of just together Besties. Besties. <laughs> so like i used to spend a lot of time like standing up for my friends but not for myself and it turned like that just kind of um, you know ruined my own mental health while um when i was in school and it's like i wanted to you know be able to confide in my teachers but they used to love these people who used yeah. to bully everyone you know they were the ones and they're not like they got good marks or anything it was just that they're just fun people you know when you're not on the receiving end of uh, oh when you're not on the receiving end of like the bullying so Oh. Definitely, because when these people are your like teachers' favorites, it they're all the teachers are gonna be, oh no, you're wrong. This person would never do this. They would always like stand up for the person, and I'm like, yeah. so now you're invalidating yes. my experiences and exactly. feelings. This is what we're doing now. And, I mean, in India, capital punishment is still legal, right? Mm. So we still have um, teachers who beat up students and stuff, and chalk throwing and like ruler hitting on the palm and all of that that's still legal and so compared to that you go through that as well and then yeah. so you know for them a child bullying you is just normal yeah and it's like part of school life and it just shouldn't be <laughs> we definitely like we got punished as well like yeah getting that ruler on the hands mm-hmm. or on the hip mm-hmm. it's not the vibe anymore yeah. but so when you were going through all of these experiences what emotions ran through your mind like where were you at at this time i i'm not diagnosed but i think somewhere along the way i did pick up um uh, what i would call it a uh, high functioning depression i mean looking at symptoms i'm not diagnosing myself i would never do that but so like the emotions that were mostly just like self-hatred you know what i mean it was just why am i like this why yeah. don't people like me what do i need to change to people to like me but like even if you shift schools and stuff you're just you right? yeah and doesn't matter if you change your personality or like whatever people are still not going to like you if they don't like you and especially with looks and stuff right weight i can probably change but my face is going to stay the same exactly. if people think i'm ugly they're just going to think i'm ugly and so uh you know that was a lot like you know you know drawing on your hands to like see how much fat i need to lose to like you know be acceptable you know um and i don't know just a lot of self hatred when i was going through it yeah and as much as i wanted to pick myself up it just wasn't possible yeah. because everyone was telling me that you're not worth it um uh, uh, yeah wow <laughs> wow like i completely understand like one day you might be feeling your best and then it takes that one kid to be like blah 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 yes then it's like back well, down i go again yep down yep. i go again thank you thank you thank you thank for you. what you just did <laughs> thank you and like it, like when you have to do this on your own it's so hard yeah because then you revert to like for me i reverted to like hurting myself yeah. like cutting myself it was just such a struggle mm-hmm. to like deal with this. And then your parents would be like, are you okay? And then you'd be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. You put on this front because like, you don't want them to know like you're struggling. Yes. But like, you also want them to know that you're struggling. So yeah. like, you just don't know what to do when you're young. So yeah. I'm just like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. So 
Yeah, and my mom and dad were very like open about understanding things, but I feel because my parents were thin when they were growing up, and now they're fat because of course age just that day when mom went through two pregnancies. But you know, she doesn't understand what it's like to be growing up fat. Yeah. So it was never like, oh, just just ignore them. I'm like, you can't ignore forty people telling you that you you know you don't deserve to live, and it's like. um my coping methods were like i was fortunate enough to find a few youtubers in my cuz i didn't have a tv when i was growing up so i had i i uh, devoted to youtube when i was for my entertainment and i was able to find youtubers who talked talked about this you know yeah. so that's why i never ended up you know going to self harm and all that but i did have i have a compulsion of watching stuff like now i'm addicted to like watching stuff same so yeah so even though i didn't have a tv like we we had like dvds and stuff so uh, i used to just binge watch shows like seasons on seasons in one day and it was that was my coping method because i was just you know focusing on something else mm. instead of like anything else yeah and you know i deleted a whatsapp from my phone everything because i was like i don't want to talk to anybody you know because mm. i don't want to talk to but that's besides the point <laughs> <laughs> i was always that person like yeah. deleting stuff off my phone but then like hours later i'd be like back to it like seeing what's going on yeah. and stuff like that there's this one time where like i was friends with this guy and he told we were like really close and he told me like some information about someone and then so i was just like i'm just going to tell the person like what you said but like i didn't like bring up his name specifically and then so i brought up the situation and then next thing you know i come home normal day after school i get text messages from this person like i'm going to beat you up oh, like i've been to jail before like oh, i can god. go back again ask your friend about me all of this whole situation mm-hmm. i'm going to be here to school at three o'clock and so that was like the worst day of my life oh, like my the fear god. that was instilled in me because i just did something but talk i mean like i understand like you felt betrayed but like the way you went about the situation to handle it is not the best way to go about it yeah and then so like it was after school i was like looking for my mom i was like mom where are you where are you where are you where are you nowhere to be found and then i just came up to this point and i was just like god if i am going to die he was like i'll i'll beat you in the bathroom i'll put your head in the toilet it was just i think men fair. the the bullying that men do is so much more like you know aggressive and violent while women are more like i'm going to i'm going to break you down from the inside yeah like i remember when i shifted schools in 8th grade um i wanted to make friends and i was a dumbass kid so i was like might as well you know talk to the people around me yeah so i was like so hi i would love to sit with you during lunch if you if you want i would you know i'm i'm new and i'm here whatever whatever and one of the girls from i i sadly unfortunately went to the popular group first that was my fault for not knowing who they were and so then this one girl comes from like a different class and they were from the same like group and he's like you can't fucking sit with us you know you know and i'm like Okay, I didn't I was <laughs> I wasn't trying to do anything. I didn't understand anything. Yeah, and she she was really rude and uh that was my first day in my new school. Yeah. So I it was not a good four years after that. Mm-mm. Honestly, na- but like now things have changed so much. Like things have changed things <laughs> things have changed so much. Yeah. Like now if you come up to me and say that I <laughs> Okay. Let's go attack. <laughs> We're going to go fight. Well, because it took a long time to get you there, right? So, it's like when I left India and I wanted to go to university, I was like I am not going to let anybody push me around anymore. Period. I am fucking done. It was too f- uh, it was like like till 12th grade I was getting pushed around. Uh when I shifted schools in t- uh, 11th, yeah, I was fine for two years, but I was still pushed around a little bit. So, I was like, nope. 
and you know bullies create bullies like my humor is mm-hmm. that why i have such a mean humor cuz like that's just how i know yeah. how to interact with people mm. and like i end up like insulting people and, so, and of course like if it ever goes too far i know where to uh, how to get it down but i that's my interaction now like i have to Yeah. Like the how I show love is talking so shit about true. you. That's so true. Yeah. We are really like almost the same. We have the same like joking humor. Yeah, exactly. Well, I feel like you and your whole household have that same like joking humor. Well, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> so you talked about how like you came from India and now you were like I'm not going to let anybody push me around. I'm not going to accept this behavior because I know who I am. This is what I stand for. You don't have to be around me if you don't want to be around me. Yeah. So What has that transition been like for you from India now to Canada? Um being here I think the main transition was having to deal with a different uh types of people. Mm-hmm. In India you find Indians, right? Yeah. Um but coming here I was like in Campbell for the first semester and I was I didn't like it very much only because like I don't gel well with white people and Campbell is <laughs> <laughs> it's a little it's a little it's a little caucasian so um and i was really fortunate to find friends in the first semester that i have still i'm still friends with and they are the ones that actually have helped me transition into canada and being able to still keep my sanity because i think i would have been the same girl i was in 8th grade if mm. i hadn't found them mm. and i feel like cuz you know people are even mean here and people are mean here in a more um they're not mean on your face right and mm, i never yeah, yeah so <laughs> it's yeah. definitely more it's, of behind your back yeah, situation yeah so that's kind of that sucks more i think and so i'm glad that that's what helped me transition i think is my friends um who have kept me um feeling good about myself and uh feeling like i am worth this uh university i am worth coming here and i'm worth even having them as friends so Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so wild how one person could bring out the best in you. Yeah, that's so And then true. once you found the best, you just keep going, going up from, up there. from there. Exactly. Keep going up from there. Exactly. So tell us, have you ever had like any negative experiences in Canada where you were where like you had to like stand up for yourself and fight for your rights? Um, oh, I've not stood up yet, but I do have uh like I think not personally like in towards me i think one of the only times we did face a little bit of uh, discrimination was when we went to we uh, one drunken night it was uh, we went to the gas station up uh, up the town and so we went there and like susan my roommate she is from tanzania she was eating um chips uh, from the bag and we took the chips from our home and we went into the gas station and this guy starts screaming at us he starts screaming he's like uh Uh, did you open the bag did you start eating the bag and it had like four chips left in it i was like so you're telling me in the two seconds we <laughs> walked into this store me i drunk as as all hell i was like so you're telling me the two minutes we walked into the store she inhaled the bag of chips and, <laughs> and he like i don't know how fast you guys eat chips and i was like you guys okay oh, i see how it is this is where we're going now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just like me pj and susan and we're all like colored people and it was josh so josh was the one who like ended up like reporting him and he like found his uh, josh is crazy yeah, he found he reported him and everything but like us we were just like that just ruined our night because you yeah. like what did we do you know 
um those that was i guess the negative experience and i uh, i faced but i've seen a lot of just in general you know like uh for example a lot of the queer uh, representation is very white here um you'll see people giving you stares in walmart if you're taking too long in the line mm-hmm. uh, and if you're talking too loud people will give you weird stares and we as people as loud we're loud so we are very used to talking very loudly and yeah. like um people don't know that and they like just consider us like very you know vulgar so that's why people will give us weird looks so not ex- directly towards me but yeah i have seen it around campus a lot yeah definitely because for me w- i'm a very loud person like i'm very rambunctious i'm very loud like i'm very out and there and laugh everywhere like we fall exactly. <laughs> that's just that's happiness you know sometimes so i find myself like dimming my personality just so i don't have to get those like weird stares yes. or like those looks because like yes. i don't want to deal with that every day of my life that's like, so true walking around like in like a country where you're the minority already is enough. Yes. Like you have people staring at you when like you're just walking down the street and they're driving past in their cars. Yeah. You have oh people staring God, at you when you go so to much. dinner. Yep. It's wild. And yeah. having to deal with that every day takes a mental, yeah, it takes a toll. I, <sighs> it takes a toll. And that's why I moved out of uh, campus. Like I was not someone who could live in gone campus. I also had, did not have the best roommate. So Mm. that story is completely different but uh, yeah so I, I didn't have the best roommate experience either plus I'm a very private person I don't like being with a lot of people all the time so the camp campus was just not for me that's yeah. why I moved out of campus but um, the main thing I saw in Campbell was the toxicity that uh, you know it was just I feel like a lot of the times a, lo- a lot of the attention that people that I knew were getting people who are colored was because people were like this guy it's in he's interesting but it kind of felt like people are putting on a show for the mm. white people you know and it was kind of it made me very uncomfortable like because a lot of the times people will just pressure you to doing things um and uh just because it, it felt like a circus and and we were the animals you know mm. and that that kind of feeling never went away so that's why i was like oh, got to get out of campus like i can't yeah. do this <laughs> like i definitely agree because the amount of times, like, I have to change my accent just so you can understand me. Yep. Like, now, I'm like, I'm not changing my accent for nothing. If you can't understand me, you can't understand yeah. me. And that's on period. Yeah. So, you can ask me to repeat it again and again. Yep. I will keep saying it in my accent until you get the verbiage when I'm laying down. Yes. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yes, exactly. Like, that's only going to happen, like, exactly. a few times. I Like, I'm tired of changing myself to cater to everyone else yep. because, therefore, I'm diminishing myself and who I am. Yep. Like, be yourself. Yeah, and, and you know, it's not even wrong to have an accent. I'm an Indian. I have learned English in India. So mm. I will have the Indian accent. I, I don't know what you expect out of me. And I don't have the accent change. Like, I don't uh, feel comfortable doing it. So I, I don't do it. And then people often have to, like, ask me twice or thrice what I'm saying. I don't mind repeating it for them because I'm like, if you don't get it, that's on you. Yeah. It's not on me. Um, and it's like... Ah, uh, it's 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 <laughs> it's a battle. Yeah, yeah, it's a battle. It's a battle. It is a battle. So, now that all of this has come up, what is now your outlook of yourself? Um, it's still a process, right? Uh, self love is a process. I am still in the bat in middle of the battle, and I am um. Uh, I don't know. It's just. I think body positivity is a little overrated 
self uh it's just i think we need to go towards body neutrality mm. and that's where i'm right now like my instagram handle is hail all the ugliness it's only because i believe that we're all ugly and so we just need to accept it it's not bad not good beauty is overrated right why does why do i have to be beautiful i'm just who i am mm. and so like i am hot i am whatever like i find my i i'm getting more comfortable in my body and i'm working towards it but i feel like just being neutral with your body is way more important than always loving it because it's is exhausting having to love your body all the time yeah. even people who are thin even people who have the best who ha- are the beauty standards have insecurities which is right. really which is concerning because we have insecurities as mm-hmm. well and um so we should just body's a body why does ha- that have to have any importance you know and why does it have to have any significance on who you are mm. so like that's why i you know i don't know like that's why i, I i'm just this is a complete off topic but i like the concept of the voice a lot for that reason because mm. a lot of the time people will judge your you know the way you look when they talk mm. so in the voice is kind of like only thing that matters is your is your talent right and that's what i feel like it, the body doesn't matter and mm. it's i can i'm smart even if i had a thin body even if i had a you know a bigger body i am just who i am so yeah i oh that was a message <laughs> that analogy you just made oh man yeah. like that's so true yeah that was so true because when you look at someone or you see someone for the first time, the first thing you do is you try to judge them and you put them in like this bracket of like, this yes. is who they are. Yes. This is what I made up in my mind. This yep. is who they are. And so when you don't see someone, you just hear their voice or like you 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 try to like make up like this figure of your imagination of like what do you see this person being yes but that person could completely break your standards and you could still be in love or yes. like like this person oh my god so why true. does my body define me as a person or my status in your yes. community or like my health like i'm just being me if i want to eat that burger i'm going to eat that burger if i want to eat a salad i'll eat a salad why do you have to make a comment like oh yeah you really needed that salad today because you had an unhealthy week okay <laughs> and what yeah and that's so like i used to always of course look at what i was eating outside because people they look at you big it doesn't matter if you haven't eaten all day and if you eat something if, if you eat a burger people be like this bitch eats a burger all the time which mm-hmm. might not be true right back home i eat home cooked food all the time um and so it's like i stopped caring anymore i'm like i'm going to go and eat that song sushi if i want exactly. it and doesn't matter who's looking at me and who's not um and you know and also i always wonder in the dating in the dating pool um people who just look at body types their their life would be so boring right people who have attached their self worth and their um you know their personality to the body they have they have no personality mm. they have no personality they have no ambitions all they can talk about is going to the gym all they can talk about is you know how much calories they eat every day and i'm like get out of that you know yeah. you have a bigger purpose in life mm-hmm. and you know and we're all going to be dying i will die at 75 while you will die at 92 but who's going to have a fuller life mm. you know <laughs> just deal just think about that be happy in the moment you're killing yourself over something over an unattainable thing while you can't even you may never get there and even if you get there you may not be satisfied getting there and you're also not going to be happy while you're doing it so yeah. it's like what's the point exactly and some people of course do love 
I go, love going to the gym too. Like I love the feeling I get yeah, after. Right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Sure. <laughs> no, like I genuinely do. I ju- I like working out. I like the feeling it gives me. But I'm not going to do it in a in in the manner that I can't enjoy this pizza today if I want to. You know exactly. What I mean? uh, if you're only here for one life, if whatever you believe in, um, like for sure we only know that we have one life here, and so like why would you not enjoy it? Exactly, and like. The thing is, like, people who are, like, bigger bodies sometimes, they tend to, like, look at people and admire and be like, oh, I wish I had that body. Meanwhile, the person they're admiring is like, well, I need to take this off or, like, I need to do this to, like, get my abs tight or, like, get my muscles bigger and stuff like that. So it's like you're admiring someone who is going through their own struggles and battles. So why don't you just accept yourself for who you are? And if you want to work towards that to, like, better your happiness, then work towards that. And, like, it's okay. You can admire someone's body and be like you know what that person looks really good like this person looks really good but don't like subject it only to people that like are like thin or like the beauty standard yep. just like look admire everyone for who they are like look at Lizzo she's out here killing oh. it look at Udra she's out here killing <laughs> it like you have to admire people's bodies for who they are and yeah. like and <sighs> as long as you're happy you know what I mean and uh, and yeah health does matter right and yeah the reason I started losing weight and like because I wasn't getting my period I got my period when I was 17 and that was because I was overweight and uh, you know that fucks with your hormones so that's when I started working out and that's important like you need to be healthy you need <laughs> to at least work towards a certain type of health but you know it's you don't need to kill yourself because you're killing yourself over something that's supposed to keep you healthy mm-hmm. you know and that doesn't make sense to me yeah um, and yeah TikTok has helped me a lot honestly yeah I, anyone's apprehensive about getting tiktok you should get it and follow these body positive pages uh because a lot of people you can you see bigger women rocking bikinis you see bigger men dancing in crop tops and it's like that gives you the boost of confidence that you need like you know people are out there accepting themselves for who they are so why can't you and that's yeah that's the energy we need in 2021 definitely (laughs) it's very it's very like aspiring to see because when i look like you never like look out for these things, but if you're just scrolling on an app and you randomly see it come up, and you like yeah, you're in your head like, yeah, exactly. well, damn, maybe I don't well, look maybe good. Maybe I should do it. Yeah, maybe I should get wear this pants that's really tight. Like, show off my figure, show off my body. Because when I scroll on TikTok, seeing like bigger guys like actually take Instagram pictures, like full body Instagram pictures. That and that inspires me so much because me, I if you look at my Instagram, I never take full body pictures. I took like my actual like posted my first full body picture recently. Yeah. And it was very scary for me because I always go from like the head up or like selfies. It's very like wild where I see like myself going now because of like the influence and and I'm just like being me. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So Urja, tell us what does your happiness mean to you? Um, that's a good question. Am I even happy? We'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> happiness is, again, you know, it's not constant. And my happiness does mean everything to me. I do anything to be happy. And even if it's not like a constant happy, I do things to distract myself if I'm sad. So mm-hmm. I can be happy in that moment. And I do that a lot. Like if I'm going through something bad, I will not go through it. I will just put it down and I'll just be like I'll watch a YouTube video instead you know what I mean Yeah. so it's kind of I mean it may not be the most healthy coping mechanism but it has helped me maintain my sanity through the years and um, that 
and like as much as suffering is romanticized you know it's not worth it mm-hmm. you, it's not worth it it doesn't matter how many beautiful poetry po- poems you can write on how much you're suffering but you know happiness is what we should be striving towards and even if not happiness just again neutrality just be just exist you know what i mean you don't have you, you're not going to feel happy all the time but um work towards yeah it you know and that's what happiness that's what my happiness means to me and i think it means a lot and it means uh that i need to and i'm constantly in like um in a state of just trying accepting myself that to become happy mm I I probably say this like every podcast now but like Seon she said something and it, it like really resonated with me. She said you're the only person that's going to have to live in your body for the rest of your life. Yep. You might find someone that loves you for you and loves your body for you, all it is. Yeah. But at the end of the day <laughs> You're going to have to die alone. Yes. And you are going to have to live with your body for the rest of your life. Yeah. So why not just say, hey, I love, I'm, you could even be real. Like, hey, I don't love my body now, but I'm climbing my stairs to reach that point yes. where I'm accepting my body and loving myself for all I am. Yes. Like, that's it. Like, you don't have to leave, set these like unrealistic expectations of like waking up the next day and say, I love my body and I. I don't give a that's fuck. That's it. Period. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But like, you just have to like climb your stairs and like keep going forward and pressing forward. So, speaking of self love, yes. What does your self love mean to you? Like, how do you love yourself at the end of the day when you lay your head on your pillow? Um, <laughs> I don't think I could talk about that. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm a, um, wait a damn minute. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I think a lot of the self, it's just um I love being with myself a lot mm. and you know just even if it's just watching a movie from with myself or like talking to my closest friends or you know um just looking at myself in the mirror for a long time you know i do that sometimes i find myself doing that a lot nowadays uh just you know, getting out of the shower and just being like well this is really good got something going on right now yeah and so it's so yeah self love for me is being with myself and mm. you know enjoying my own company yeah i always loved my own company and um that's just sitting in my bed and just watching tiktok is self love for me right now so mm. I can never be alone though. Really? Like, I, mean, I can I be alone for like certain points but like No, I do hate it too. Like I understand, you know. And plus you don't I live with five people so I'm never mm. really alone. Yeah. And so like <laughs> I can always hear people around. So I'm guessing living by yourself or living with just one person is uh, different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that in when I was living with only PJ and Shruti mm. because Shruti was never at home and PJ was also never at home. So it's kind of like I was then I was I felt alone alone but like now I'm just I'm alone and I'm glad I have that space from like five other people in the yeah. house yeah definitely agree because like sometimes I'm just like okay I want my space but like I don't like necessarily want my whole space like if you you could like stand outside the borders of my space but just don't come into it right yeah. now that's I think that's what I admire about like I don't know much about your and Tayeb's uh, friendship but I like that fact that you guys don't meet every day but you still are as close as uh, you can be you know what are I mean are we though oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean can anybody get close to Tayeb though that's the question um, yeah. girl <laughs> ciao but uh, yeah I think I have a few friends like in India who I haven't talked to in like months but the moment we start talking it's back to normal yeah you know, it's like you never that. miss the beat yes and we love that I love that like being alone is a good thing but being with people 
And like, if you have a good vibe, impeccable. Yeah, impeccable. So, as we like begin to like close off this podcast, we all know that like we aren't happy in every moment of our lives, and like when we feel sad, whether we feel happy or sad or like down, just one day, what do you do to bring yourself back up to this confident person that you are? Hmm, that's a very good question. It takes just a lot of. Uh, I talk to myself a lot. Like in general, when I'm like making my schedule and stuff, I'm just talking to myself and loud, loud. Um, like, oh, you should do this, really do that, and so like that's what I do when mm. I'm down. I talk to myself and I also uh, read up stuff. So like I like researching on like why I'm feeling certain ways and all of that. Uh, I used to love writing and drawing. I stopped doing that because of school, but like I would, if I were to go back to that, that would be what something I would do, oh. write about it and just kind of put it out on the on paper. And yeah, oh, that's so cool! I never knew you draw or uh, drew. Drew, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I I love portrait making, and that's kind of cathartic because I just oh. have to focus on like other person's face. Yeah, I'm drawing them. Um, and yeah, Susan's been trying to make me make me draw her for the longest time. Oh, so I'm gonna probably do that this summer. But yeah, yeah. I'll be on the line after. <laughs> <Susan>. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, final question. Before we close out the I Love Me podcast, if you could offer any piece of advice to someone who was in your situation, coming from India or in Canada, or someone who is a part of the LGBTQ plus community in India, what could you say to them to get them some advice? So my advice, uh, because I'm privileged, I wouldn't, I don't know exactly what I would say to people back home. Um, but my advice would be to be just proud of yourself. You know, whatever you do, I have attached my self worth to my academic performance. I am very good at it. I know I have a good academic performance, so like I know that I'm good at things that I'm good at. And so, like, just know you have strengths, even if it's not academics, even if it's not your body positivity, you have strengths, and you need to focus on that and harbor them. And you know, just. love yourself yeah. it's just, that's it's not simple but it is what we need to strive towards and i think um, one thing that tayab told me when we were having a conversation and uh, that's really stuck with me was uh, like look at yourself in the mirror and tell her everything nobody else told you mm. and he said that to me and that just i wanted to get that tattooed honestly like i've been i'm ready to get that tattooed on me but like that really stuck with me because yeah. it is you know any situation that you're in if you got a bad grade if you you know lost your favorite job if you didn't get a job all you need to do is just look at yourself and just tell yourself that you are proud of yourself mm. you made it to this age you made it to this minute of your life it's not easy it's not it's not it's very easy to give up and leave yeah. uh, to be very candid about it but it is not easy to stick through it and you know get, do what you got to do Oh my god. There you go. Closing out the podcast with a Period. message. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Oh my god. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my god, this is a long time in the making. Yeah. <laughs> but we got there. We yeah. got through I it. I only had to, you know, uh what's it called? I only had to uh what's the word for it? <laughs> threaten you threaten you that's the word i only had to threaten you like for two weeks but i'm glad that i was here <laughs> yes uh, yeah. oh my god i'm so happy to have you thank you for joining me for another thank episode of the i love me podcast i love you so much you thank you for coming on my podcast giving your insightful it's messages 
<laughs> giving us insightful messages, wisdom, and how to get through the, your life of being whoever you are. My name is Thor. My name is Uja. And we are out. Thank you for listening to another episode.